Welcome back to episode... No. <laughs> no. no, I will not have this. This could be in the podcast. I don't care. Welcome, fellow travelers. Okay. This is my podcast that I share as a partner with Ned Pruitt. Uh, I uh, am Russell the human. And I'm Ned the pissed off human. No, I'm pissed off. You tried to take... we. You were like, oh, yeah, last episode. Let's switch off one okay, just episode at a time. Start over. Start over. No. Man. I already did it. I already started. We're going. This is canon. This is super canon right now. Um, y'all, this is the Tree Trunks episode. If you listen to uh, season one, episode one, the first episode of the Never Ending Adventure podcast, which you should have, this is, I mean, if, you, if you're listening to this episode and you haven't listened to the first episode, it's like three episodes ago, two episodes ago. Go back. Listen to it, you goof. Yeah. Um, this is the episode about tree trunks, which I was super pumped about her hot buns in the first episode. I don't want to spoil my thoughts on tree trunks just yet. Um, and by that, I mean, I feel really weird about tree trunks after this episode. Yeah, that's me popping a beer because we are about to talk about cartoons and sexuality. And, and sometimes it's going to get a little uncomfortable. So. No, I'm mad again. You, you took my start. You're interrupting the audio for our podcast with the PABs. Chris Cole PBR. Um, no, I, and we all know that uh, PBR stands for PABs bitten by rattlesnakes. Um, it's it's not a real sponsor. It's uh, We just happen to have the drink in front of us. Um, man, let's go into it. We open up on a peaceful little field, a lovely little home in the middle of an apple orchard. Yeah, they're talking about um, apple pies. Jake and Finn are just playing around, messing with swords, being crazy. And then, you know, sweet homie little tree trunks, who is a small little pygmy elephant, comes in and she's like... She's almost great for merchandising. And then they like made her not cute. But then comes in and she, she has got the sweet home, grandmolly voice, bacon apple pies. So... so off the bat, emotionally, we're feeling like this is going to grandma's house. So, so I've I think I'm taking it from the child's perspective of, uh, and don't get me wrong, I love tree trunks, I love the character, voice acting is absolutely genius, but it just just it just throws you off that all of a sudden she's like, I'm the sweetest, sexiest adventurer of them all. Oh, let me let me go seduce some. I want to go seduce this monster that's about but, to kill us. But the funniest thing is, I, it, it's it's almost like Tree Trunks tries to be sexual, but it's like somebody being, oh, I'm going to be sexual, but they have never been told the definition of like being sexual at all. No, it's bizarre. I, what I'm what I'm discerning is essentially nobody in this world truly is mentally stable. Like everybody is like totally just off the rocker in one way or another. You know, I mean. Finn has the excuse of being 12, and that's fine. Uh, but what's Jake's excuse? And, you know, Jake has, I guess he's a dog, technically. So dogs are just like, no matter what, they love their human. And Jake's human is Finn. But other than that, man, everybody else in this show is just, I'm, I'm, my perspective is changing from uh, the pacing and the comedy in this show for me when I was in high school was too fast, was too joke, 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 joke. What I'm realizing is everybody in the show is just nuts. 
it's it, and it fits because that's how the characters are. Maybe I'll, my perspective will change as we continue. Yeah, well, but, it's I don't I don't think you are wrong in that sense at all. That everybody and maybe that's a commentary on the world is that everybody's some level of their own crazy. Somebody everybody is their own level of their own just freaking wackadoo. You yeah. know, but that's good. It, it, it means that we have really fun friends and we can go to Malo tea parties and we can bake apple pies together even if you're you know batshit crazy well it's it's also one of those things where um yeah i, I don't know it fits into the pot or it fits into the show i keep saying podcast i get those confused like we're, a, like we're, a we're freaking fool. this is the real world russell and uh, we're doing a podcast world. If you listen to the last episode, you may recognize that this could potentially be two episodes recorded in a day, and I might be losing it a little bit at this point. Uh, the snail sighting from last episode, just the, you know, I feel like we need to talk about this at some point. Maybe Ice King, we didn't mention it. In the prison, he was right next to one of the princesses on, um, yeah, I guess not on anything. I was thinking of this episode. He's on a picnic blanket. I finally saw him. It took me four episodes of the show. Finally saw the snail. He's on the pit and blanket while they're in the the dark evil forest. It's so fun when you can catch the snail organically and you don't have to backtrack to to figure out where he is. Yeah. Um, Also, Ned, uh, if you could do anything, what would you do? If I could do anything, what would I do? Because that seems to be the question that is asked of our adventures in this episode including true trucks yeah I, I think i would just you know quit and travel i mean that's like a, such a basic answer uh i would i would either quit and, and travel or i would uh are you talking about quitting this podcast yeah you can't quit this podcast on me i gotta we travel. just started i gotta travel down to taco bell and get some taco bell you know oh, man i'm so jealous right now of your ta- this the brand placement this is not a sponsored episode no taco bell's just that good yeah it is just that good. They're grade D meat or whatever they are now. They did go healthy recently. Oh, yeah. But in Nashville, you can't get baked beans at certain Taco Bells, and it makes me mad. But regardless, I think, I mean, that's such a basic answer. Um, yeah. I think I'd want to travel. I mean, spot on. Maybe if I if I gave it a good half hour thinking, I could think about like, oh, yeah, actually, if I was presented that, I would uh Anything you could do, anything. I guess that does. Does time matter? I mean, in the show, they decide that they want to go after apple pies. They want to go after apples, and it's 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 from uh, tree trunks. And when she says it, Finn's initial response is like, "Oh, that's lame. That's super lame. Yeah. Like, you really want to? You do that every day. Why? Why do you want to go after apples?" So I was thinking, man, like, could you do literally? If you could do literally anything. Like, what would you want to do? Um, man, I'd love to be a rock star. Get me on that life. That'd be awesome. That'd be a cool, you know, maybe even if take some, like, to your note, take some time off, go to Japan. Maybe yep. explore the countryside a little bit. Yeah. That'd be dope. You're, you know, letting y'all know a little bit about us as we, we go. You know, you say, what do we want to do? We want to uh, never stop adventuring. We want to adventure. You know, that's what we want to do. It's true. It's true. And, and adventure kind of in a more literal sense than what we're doing right now. Because again, this podcast, Never Ending Adventure, uh, your life is an adventure. Our lives are adventures in their own way. And I hope every day, my goal when I first moved up to Nashville was to constantly be getting outside of my comfort zone. And I hope 
you all feel the same way. I think it's a great way to, to grow. Mm-hmm. If you aren't doing that, and right now it's not a great time to do it, uh, and I don't want to go on a tangent. Adventure safely. Maybe that's our hashtag for the episode. Adventure safely right now. But get outside of your comfort zone when you can. It's a great way to personally grow. Um, or go for apples. And don't listen to your friends when they when they shut you down. Say, no, well, there's something really cool about this apple. It's like the apple. It's a crystal apple or whatever. Um and they, they get going. They get moving on it. And I think Jake encourages Finn, hey, like, let's see this through. Like, this is her dream. Maybe there's something cool to this. And, and they get going into the, uh, the dark evil forest. The evil forest. Yeah. Um, which is a really cool setting. There's, we're introduced to uh, no other major characters that I know of at this moment. There's some really freaking cool characters in this episode, including a crystal monster that copies who you are and what you're doing and because they're made out of crystal they can thwart you in so many different ways i mean it reminded me so much of like um samurai jack there's a really fantastic episode of samurai jack where he faces himself and and this is kind of a you know tv show movie trope but he faces himself and uh has to overcome himself or his shadow self or whatever, you know. Um, and Finn and Jake get to do that later on in this episode. But they, they get adventuring into the forest and we get to see the better side of Tree Trunks. The the more whimsical, kind of mindless, kind of just exploring whatever side of Tree Trunks. Yeah, and, and, and that's the funniest thing is that she obviously stumbles into areas where she is potentially in danger. She has no like idea whatsoever that she's in danger. And I, and I love that it's, it's even though she's portrayed as this older lady that she has this childlike wonder, uh, in the evil force, no fear going in. Absolutely. Uh, nothing to be afraid of. And, and that (laughs) spurs one of my favorite lines, top favorite lines of the show, I would say. Wow. Is when she's like, here's a rainbow sticker and here's a scratch and stiff sticker. Smells like a pickle. (laughs) Why does she have that? It's just wonderful. If I had a little uh, small elephant as a friend that carried around a picnic basket, I hope that, that, that there would be scratch and stiff stickers in that in that picnic basket. It's so. right before, so they, it's this flesh monster. Oh, and it's just, oh, it's just gross. You missed too. my favorite part of the episode though. Like you just went right past it. I love Jake's response. When he sees this flesh monster, he decides to do what looks like one of those like weird, like overly sexual, I guess this is our sexual episode, most sexual episode of the podcast so far. Um, one of those things at the gym that like, a lot of times you see girls doing, sometimes you'll see a dude doing where they're like, they use a medicine ball and they're like thrusting into the air. It, Jake is doing that on the like mushy flesh monster, just thinking it's like a bounce pad and it is disturbing. I mean, yeah, it's, it's literally just flesh. And, and then when they finally it's beat like sticking it by, to him too. It's sticking to it, his butt. It, it like weird. molds and goes into the trunk of a tree. And I mean, if it's just like, if you're any sort of person that, that gets cringed by, by creepy, weird texture things like that is not the monster you would want to encounter in, in an enchanted evil forest It's gross. Yeah, not at all. And tree trunks is just kind of oblivious. 
I just, I'm kind of thinking she just doesn't have the mental capabilities or intellectual capabilities of really processing what's going on around her. Um, but at the same time, sometimes she just turns on this uh, sexual, sensual nature that it's works it's, for her, I guess. Not it me, works but for her, Jake. but it's just but it's bananas because, like I said, we we turn from this innocence and this. She's all of a sudden like lackadaisical about monsters in the forest, but then she's like, "Oh, now I'm a sexy adventurer." You're like that. Well, we just went from like one end of a spectrum to another, so it's it's just super bizarre. But again, it's like, it's weird that Jake is is into it, but it's it, I guess you know she's just legendary for being a sexy elephant with delicious apple pies, and they can't miss out on this opportunity adventure with her. You know, man, I've got. Tree Trunks reminds me of someone I met while I was working in pest control in Atlanta that I think I'm just going to tease at. I don't think I can actually ever say who this is or, or what the situation was, but there was a lovely old woman who came up to me while I was spraying for cockroaches at a really gross apartment building in downtown Atlanta uh, for my family's pest control company. And... Um, Tree Trunks reminds me of this exotic dancer that I met at that apartment complex. Mm. Um, and just everything from the way she talks to who, like the like sensual, like, oh, out of nowhere, oh, I'm going to go seduce this monster and it's going to work. This is what I need to do. You know, like, man, that was a weird, that was a weird experience for a high schooler. Mm, I bet that sounds not, across. Uh, that, that sounds like, something that was maybe suppressed until this podcast. It might have been. It might have been. I actually have we were treating for bed bugs. Anyways, I've got a photo from it that I look at sometimes. Well, uh, and well, by that well we uh, if you go down into the description below, we will not be linking that picture no, in the description below. Nor the entire like documentary about that woman's life that I met. She was a famous person. Uh, crazy no. let's let's, let's move on let's please, get back please. in there uh, oh well amazing part i mean let before we we have our break and have a word from our sponsors i do want to be like uh in terms of cartoons in terms of kids shows i grew up in probably something i watched a thousand times growing up was alice in wonderland and the evil forest i just from the sign monsters from the interesting little butterfly creatures um to there being an innocent character in a dark, terrifying forest, I just got major Alice in Wonderland vibes from this. So I would imagine that because of the creepy trees, the monsters, um, the the inspired skeleton butterflies, that they, the illustrators, I feel like of this this episode had to have been a little inspired by Alice in Wonderland, right? I don't I don't doubt that for a second, and it's been a long time since I've kind of gone down that um, rabbit hole. Aha. Got it. Uh, with Alice in Wonderland. Uh, maybe not if I can remember that. Uh, but I totally agree. Um, have you seen the, the like, wasn't, um, man, was his face? the Johnny Depp. Johnny one. Depp. Yeah. Was it's it, been a while. Was it good? No. No? All right. Not uh, Never Ending Adventure. NEA approved. No, not approved. Let's go ahead and take that. NEA means Never Ending Adventure. Uh, I haven't seen anywhere else on the web, the interwebs, and I think we're good. I think we're okay. We will, uh, we'll, we'll coin that until someone shuts us down. But that's a great time to segment into a word from our sponsors. Speaking right of here. coining that, let's do it. Coin it. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Evil Forest Candy Co. and their all-new Strawberry Crystal Crunchies Candy Corn. With all the sweet flavors you know and love from your childhood growing up in the Evil Forest, these crunchies will bring you back to a state of nostalgia and traumatizing terror that only the Evil Forest can provide. So go on out and buy yourself a bushel of Strawberry Crystal Crunchies Candy Corn. Warning, Strawberry Crystal Crunchies are not responsible for any allergic reactions, swollen throat, horrific nightmares, getting jacked up by Crystal Guardians, and cannot and will not bring you back if you are teleported to the Crystal Dimension unexpectedly. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for listening to our sponsors. I know that the Evil Forest Candy Co. is uh, puts out some wonderfully terrifying uh, candies and everything like that, so please, if you are not from the Evil Forest, do not buy their products. But... Back to the episode. Yeah. I know we kind of like left off right where um, Tree Trunks was trying to seduce the uh, evil tentacle uh, crystal monster thing. She got all like made up for it and everything. She was ready to go. Yeah, she must have had makeup in her, in her picnic basket somewhere. She's, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. I mean, sort of. She, she has an idea of what she's doing. And then the follow through is kind of hit or miss depending on the situation. Mm-hmm. Um. And was that right before or after uh, Jake? We see Jake just covered in kisses. That was right afterwards. Right she, afterwards. She, she gets all made up, and then uh, Jake is supposed to be watching over her while Finn uh, fights this guardian with his sword. And Or I guess he's another different type of crystal guardian. But And if you um, hadn't noticed it by now, I mean, it's, it's basically, and it doesn't work out here, but, but she's adventuring in her own way. She mm-hmm. is. She's moving on. She's going. I want to go after this crystal apple. I want to go to this forest, even if there is danger. I'm going to take on this monster, this flesh monster with stickers, as you mentioned earlier. I'm going to seduce this monster. I'm going to have a tea party with these sign zombies. Like she, she has her own way of doing things. It doesn't always pan out great. Thank goodness she has uh, Finn and Jake. You know, Jake being super OP with her um but she's definitely giving it her all in her own way and you know what that's i i'm glad you bring that up because uh even at the end of the show when you know they they fight the crystal guardian and finn goes about it uh in the same way we've seen in every episode he has gone sword swinging guns blazing leroy face leroy jenkins yep um and he would not have been able to defeat actually anybody in no. this episode if it weren't for her. She is distracting the flesh monster with the sticker, so Finn's actually able to get a sword and cut off the uh, the flesh monster's arm. Uh, she distracts the snake monster, and it turns around to look at tree trunks, and that's how the only way Finn sees the the giant crystal that is the weak point. And then the Crystal Guardian, um, he goes, okay, finally, I've been getting jacked up the whole time. Let's and the embrace. Crystal Force lets embrace the way she adventures. So I think it's a great point of maturity for Finn in the show to realize that there's a lot of people out there in the world that are different than him. There's a lot of people that don't operate the same way as he does. And he gets really, really frustrated when they don't at first and then learns lessons and goes, ah, you know what? I accept like the way you adventure, and, and I'm willing to try things your way, you know? And that really is, that's fascinating, because in, in Finn's case, I mean, from what we've seen so far, it's all about his environment. His environment has proven to him, this is how you should act. I mean, whether there are deeper, deeper implications that the writers were trying to make or not, who knows, but 
it is really fascinating to see that he does grow. And I think it's, like you said, it's probably just his age. He's probably, you know, he's 12 years old. He's figuring out, he, he's going on these crazy adventures. He's just diving straight in with the sword. And then, and then he's observing and he's learning. If he wasn't learning, it would be really frustrating to be a viewer at this point. But he is, he's figuring it out based off of his environment. And that is super cool to see. And the crystal monster was fantastic. I mean, I, I mentioned earlier, it reminded me of Samurai Jack. It, in some ways, it reminds me of uh, Luke Skywalker in the the forest with uh, Yoda when he faces Vader. Um, you know, it's it's facing this dark force. It isn't a straight copy. It's not like it's two individuals of Shadowfin and Shadow Jake, but it's a crystal that copies exactly what they do and are aggressive in the way that they're aggressive toward it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they end up beating it by kind of just out-nicing it. Hey, yeah. is it cool if if Tree Trunks, you know, like takes a bite out of the apple, you know, and, and then Jake kind of like does the little, oh, I'm an idiot or whatever thing. Yeah, and I'm stupid. <laughs> I love that. I love, yeah, tossing that little joke. So even at the end, it's it's yeah. it's very much Jake's character showing through. And, and that's how they get the crystal apple. Um, and before I go too far into my my thought process, we can get to the, just the very end of the episode is is ridiculous. She takes a bite of the apple and explodes. She didn't look happy either. No. The face, the like, right before she gets eaten, she has such a depressed face, and it's it's terrifying. It's just like yeah. one or two seconds of frowning and then exploding. Yeah, and then just. She walks for a half second in a crystal kingdom, maybe. I was yeah. so confused. So that is is something that I read into. They actually had to add that clip that seemed very inappropri- inappropriately placed at the end of the episode. There was like a blip, almost like it started the theme song, and then they show her walking in what's called the crystal dimension. As for well. not even like long enough for it to really register. Exactly. But they actually aired this episode first without that ending. Uh, where you see that she's not dead, and and, and apparently Cartoon Network kind of came under some fire because it was uh, very upsetting, and people were like, the feedback was, we cannot run this episode that tree trunks just exploded, and wow. and leave it at that because the other, I mean, gosh darn, probably the other three episodes have all ended in such a happy note, you know, people dancing. Uh, we escaped the Ice King's clutches. We beat Lumpy Space, and this is a this is the first episode where they you think it's going to end happy, and it just doesn't. And so Not they had at to at least give you a little flavor that like we haven't seen the last of Tree Trunks. Thank goodness. I'm glad they did because I would have been pretty bummed out had I. Again, I feel very on the fence with Tree Trunks, but. I think she does a lot more good than she does harm. I think she, despite her kind of. Uh, like too muchness has a lot to offer to the show as a like crazy dynamic, crazy different character from the other characters that we already have. Yeah, uh, and, and, I, and she just here she's alive. She comes out uh, the gates every episode just with a whole new level of shenanigans. You realize that she's been married three times. You oh, realize man. that she actually doesn't consider Princess Bubblegum to be the true ruler of the Candy Kingdom. She still considers King of Ooh to be the uh, the true ruler of, of, of Ooh. And so these are not spoiler drops. These are just like things that you can... Uh, spoiler drop. Spoiler drop. Uh, 
We got a spo- Can I get an oh yeah spoiler drop? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> man, yeah, that's way over my head. Yeah, and I'm gonna try to forget every. I couldn't. I couldn't end this episode without saying the tree trunks just ends up with so many extra stories. She she adopts an evil demon baby basically down the road all wonderful things to be expecting from her so so go with your gut feeling of i don't know whether or not to like her or not it it just it's gonna get great later and and i've I've probably everybody on the podcast is probably sick and tired of me saying that but like literally in these first four episodes we have got you did say the first episode first season is rough yeah, it's, it's a, been okay. I've been enjoying it. It's like, good. I'm it's really good. pumped. That's I'm awesome. really excited. It's, uh, it just kind of, uh, it's always hard to get through a show like this when you don't feel like any of the episodes connect. You don't really feel like we are creating a universe that is like you can walk from point A to point B because it just feels so random right now. But like now. you said, all the, every great show has introduced the main characters, and, and that's kind of what we're doing. One person that will not be impressed or excited after this episode. It's probably Lenny Ranicorn because they're gonna have to talk about what yeah, happened. Yeah, we we see There's some lots that happen. We see lots happen through the show where Jake and Lady Ranicorn's relationship. It, sometimes it's like the most important thing in his life, and then sometimes he just is like irresponsible, and and it kind of makes you realize you're like, is Jake a bad like dog? Is he, are you a bad dog? Bad dog. Uh, <laughs> I was went on a bad dog living in a movie, but that's not even how the song goes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, let's go, man. My lesson for this episode. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm cracking myself up. Uh, an apple a day keeps the doctors away, but avoid all apples of any significance. If you've ever heard anything cool or special about the apple, don't touch it. Uh, maybe you just don't even eat apples. Maybe see your doctor once a year and just don't even touch apples because it's not worth your time. Yeah, tree trunks might be cooking up peach cobblers after this episode exclusively. Well, I think my lesson of the episode, I I go a little like deep into this and it kind of uh, tangents off of something I was saying earlier that – um, when we're we're going through life, we're doing our own adventures and everything like that. And when someone else comes in uh, alongside us, or they're having their own adventure, we tend to uh, rip on them. We tend to be like, "You're not doing this right." Um, hypothetically speaking, you know, if if uh, you know, say we've purchased a house, but somebody else is our same age and, and traveling the world, or uh, you know. Maybe just is do it's like doing something else, not in line with what you're doing. Our human nature has a tendency to defensively uh, go the way I adventure, the way I'm doing life. I want that to be right. I don't want to be proven that I'm wrong. Um, and Finn, and Finn does the same thing. Finn goes, "I'm getting jacked up over here because you're not adventuring the way you're supposed to adventure." But at the end of the day, as soon as he opens his mind and accepts a different you know perspective on how to take on challenges in life they achieve their end goal and he doesn't get jacked up anymore so i think that that's that's my long-winded lesson of saying if you encounter people that are doing things differently than you um and your and your guard goes up just remember that like everybody adventures in their own way and there are no wrong ways you know 
No, everybody has their own perspective uh, on life and also on what way they go about things and, and their own journey, their own, their own path to travel. Uh, Ned, I'm so glad you brought that up because that was actually almost exactly what I meant to bring up toward the end of this episode. I think you just crushed it. Um, crushed it. Crushed it. Thank you guys so much for joining us on our third episode. I am so excited. We don't really know what the response is yet. And we'll grow with you guys, man. Like whatever we're going to call you guys, the travelers, whatever it is, y'all can call yourselves whatever you want. Russell's lovelies. You can all be my lovelies. That's a Game Grumps thing. I can't take lovelies from them. Oh, no. It hurts my soul. That's why I chose lovelies for characters in the episodes. But I'm I'm so excited about this, you guys. Uh, please, if you can, let's grow this crowd, this community. Uh, follow us, review us on Apple Podcasts and just generally everywhere you can. Um, and And let's do it. Let's go on this journey together. Never stop adventuring. Oh, three songs, my love. You are ever as sweet as your pies and yet far more tingual. I've got to say, pretty solid podcast coming from the boys this week. Little Ned still sounds like a, a, like a big nerd. And Russell is like a little lost puppy. It's just silly. It just chases tail around with his own thought. It's so funny. That being said, these little dogs love you guys and wish you the greatest of adventures. Neverending Podcast was hosted by Nate Pruitt and Russell Tindall and engineered by Michael Hitchcock. Until next time, we love you guys.